0: Hi everybody at Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. This is Russ Streiner from Night of the Living Dead. I am so anxious to be joining you guys and I hope you enjoy the comments I have to make. Stay tuned.
1: So, this is Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. I am honored to be sitting here with Russ Striner. You know him as Johnny from Night of Living Dead. Um, Russ, thank you for joining me.
0: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.
1: <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Uh, we're here at Walker Stalker Con, Denver, the first time Walker Stalker's been to Denver. How's the crowd been for you?
0: Uh, yesterday, Saturday, was absolutely perfect. The people in Denver are so friendly. We're getting a lot of uh, visitors from outside of the Denver area as well, and that's always great. Uh, But I have to say that the Walker Stalker uh, management, um, they just do a fantastic job of putting the conventions together and making sure that the fans have uh, a maximum experience. uh, with uh, Walking Dead and with some of us classics like Night of the Living Dead.
1: And let's talk about that classic. Um, In the day that you were making the movie in that time, 1967, you were filming, correct?
0: Right. 67 Um, we filmed. It was released in 1968.
1: um, Did you have any clue whatsoever that it was going to be as big and as iconic?
0: Well, the only one of our group, when I say our group, I mean George Romero, myself, John Russo, my brother Gary, Carl Hardman, Marilyn Eastman and Judith O'Day, of our entire group, John Russo is the only one that claims that he could see into the future and knew it would be a classic. The rest of us did not have a clue. <laughs> That's great. I've
1: I've been uh, lucky to meet him as well. And yeah. John was at uh, Flashback Weekend in Chicago. He was great. Um, yeah. and, and I think the, um, the cohesiveness of the group and the willingness to do anything, whatever it took to make that movie, is... Um, it's good for all of us that it happened the way it did.
0: Well it was good for us too because um, we had a pretty cohesive unit uh, going into the production of Night of the Living Dead in that George Romero and I started a small production company, film production company in Pittsburgh um, about six years before we made Night of the Living Dead.
1: And that was latent image?
0: That was latent image and we were Uh, doing TV commercials, business films, industrial films, uh, documentaries um, and always reinvesting uh, in new equipment and that kind of thing and new equipment at that time was 35 millimeter film equipment plus editing equipment, audio equipment, lighting equipment. Um, So we had all of the equipment, we had all the tools we needed uh, by 1967 Uh, but what we needed was a script, uh, an idea, a script uh, and actors to pull it off and fortunately uh, the planets aligned in the right way and uh, uh, Night of the Living Dead was the end result of those efforts.
1: And this completely changed how horror movies uh, were made, that were written and the way they were filmed and um, I would say everything that happened before it was pre-Night of the Living Dead and everything that happened after it was changed by Night of the Living Dead. Did you see that yourself immediately after it hit the screens? Or did Uh, it take a while?
0: It took a while, actually. Um, But uh, when the film first came out, many people really liked it, but many people, especially media people, did not like it. Correct. Uh, They thought it was a step too far, and uh, that we were satanically inspired, and that uh, uh, a movie like this has... uh, Uh, no place in uh, culture, Uh, but uh, fortunately uh, the fans proved them wrong. Uh, We made the best film we were capable of making with our skill sets and our tools, Uh, but it's actually the fans and the public that made Night of the Living Dead what it is. Uh, no artist, no, no one can sit down and say well today I'm going to create a classic. Right. That's in the hands of other people and fortunately in the case of Night of the Living Dead uh, there were enough people around the world who thought that this was a worthwhile film and they made it the classic.
1: Right, and that, and that is uh, sort of uh, um, going forward with the uh, movies that were made, it, it, it became more clear that the audience was in charge of more than they had ever thought absolutely and uh, and we have the filmmakers to thank and i know that we don't have a whole lot of time uh, what are you doing uh... now what are you doing in the near future as far as uh... you work with the, um the film board correct uh...
0: in pittsburgh i still live in pittsburgh which is where night of the living dead was made um, uh... that's where our offices were at the time um, i still live in the city uh, john russo lives close by um, but about I'm going to say it was now about 26 years ago. Uh I had the notion that Pittsburgh of all places, a uh, uh, you know northeastern uh rust belt kind of town that had a, a strong industrial background that if we could do Night of the Living Dead there, we could do other kinds of films there. So I opened the Pittsburgh Film Office about 26 years ago. Okay. And now Pittsburgh is I'm proud to say kind of a production hub. Uh, big films, little films, independent films, all kinds of films and TV series are now finding a home in Pittsburgh. And uh, we welcome all that new business we can get. And it's it's really set a bright future for entertainment in general uh, in the Pittsburgh region.
1: And you're, and you're keeping a hand on it, and this is this is what you're well, doing? Well,
0: you, we have to. Plus, we've got a couple of projects uh, that are coming up that I think uh, will, people will appreciate and enjoy. And, um, not to overlook, uh, we are coming up on the, in a few years, uh, 50th anniversary of Night of the Living Dead. <clears throat> and, yes, we do have a few tricks up our sleeves for the 50th.
1: I'm so looking forward to that. Um, real quick before we do wrap it up, uh, when, when you were cast as Johnny, which I understand was short notice, how did you see Johnny?
0: Um, kind uh, of guy I was, I was a, a little bit terrified but I, I got, the. in addition to being Johnny, I was also uh, one of the co-producers on the film along with Carl Hardman um, and we had our basic cast together but we didn't have a Johnny and since it, the the basic crew was, well, whatever we have to do, let's just do it. So uh, it was uh, like a, a committee mandate. Well, well, we don't have a Johnny, you be Johnny. So <laughs> I would like to say it was a stiff audition, but it was like, oh, you're here and you look uh, you look nerdy enough like Johnny should look here. <laughs> and that's,
1: that's all it took back then was glasses.
0: <laughs> that's right, glasses. Glasses, glasses and the... Uh, and the driving gloves, I knew, uh, people say, well, what do you make such a big deal about driving gloves? Driving gloves, uh, you know, for driving a Pontiac Le Mans, doesn't make a lot of sense. But it was a wardrobe trick that we wanted to do so that when Johnny comes back later in the film, oh, I hope I'm not blowing, I hope I'm not spoiling anything <laughs> for any of you <laughs> listen. Dear
1: listeners, this is a spoiler alert. This <laughs> all but go ahead, tell us why.
0: Um, because when, when Johnny reappears, I... Um, uh, his glasses would be gone, it would be night, he would be surrounded by other ghouls and we, I wanted to give him a wardrobe signature that as soon as the audience saw the driving gloves they would know uh-oh, uh, you know, Barbara has longed for, oh we have to get to Johnny, Johnny has the keys, Johnny this, Johnny that uh, and then when Johnny does reappear it's not exactly the way Barbara had hoped.
1: Now can you tell the listeners why I walked up to your table yesterday morning and handed you 75 cents?
0: Well, um, I think many people know that uh, some of the royalties that have been due to Night of the Living Dead have not been paid, (laughs) so we scramble for every little bit we can, and the line that I did in the film, that coming to get you, Barbara, has become a kind of uh, famous line. So I thought to myself a few years ago, people come up and they say, oh, your line is great, I say it all the time. I chased my mother around, Uh, her name was Barbara, I chased my sister around, her name was Barbara, and I've used your line over and over again. And I thought, well, if that's the case, maybe people, every time they say that line or think that line, maybe they should give me a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) And so it has turned into a running gag that people have a lot of fun with. But indeed, some honorable people, like you you, showed up and plunked down uh, four quarters and uh, bought themselves four licenses <laughs> or royalty payments. <laughs> and, I, and
1: I dropped one additional quarter, as I said it to Judith, and I'm not sure she heard me yesterday. But uh, but uh, if I do say it, I will pay you. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, you got to set up a PayPal so people can. Oh, use there, there you go. <laughs> well, with today's technology, that would be possible. <laughs> are, are you are you kind of amazed by uh, how much oh. easier it would be to make that movie today?
0: Um. I I am and I am not. I've uh, because of what I do. I've had to stay up with uh, today's technology, and it's almost like comparing. In many ways, I don't want to sound too ancient about it, but it's almost like um, uh, comparing cave paintings to an electronic tablet these days. I understand that. Way way uh, efficiency is is. uh, Uh, Technology has made production efficiency magnificent. What has not changed is, if you're going to use modern tools, uh, your idea, the the basic words that show up on the piece of paper, the basic idea, still have to be pretty sound because all the technology is not going to save a bad idea.
1: Right, that's true. There's one now. (laughs) Uh, so I, I can tell the fans are wanting to get in and we're gonna we're gonna wrap this up real quick but uh, thank you so much for all that you've done and thank you for what you well to thank do. you
0: for talking with me and I hope uh, your uh, listeners uh, enjoy a little bit of this insight into Night of the Living Dead
1: they will and thank you so much
0: that work out